What about porn studies? I'm Patrick Catus. Welcome to my web project about this new and vibrant academic field. Find more information on porn-studies.com, video interviews with experts from the field, book recommendations, and a porn guide on history and genre. This is the interview with Linda Williams, pioneer of the field who also invented the name porn studies, but she'll tell us why she actually doesn't like to call porn studies porn studies. Actually, I don't like to call porn studies porn studies. What do you think about the term porn studies? I like to call it pornography studies. And the reason is that if we call it porn studies, it's a little bit as if in film studies we had decided to call it flick studies or something very, very casual. It already signals a familiarity and a kind of affection for the thing that is studied. And I think it's important to not signal that. I think it's important to gain a certain amount of, shall we say, objectivity. I know that it's hard to really truly be objective, especially with a topic like pornography, but I resist the tendency in the field, which I'm responsible for causing because my book, my anthology was called Porn Studies, but it wasn't my fault. It was the editor who, who wanted to call it Porn Studies. Why is it important to study porn? Why studying pornography is important? <laughs> um, I think it's important because there are so many opinions and and strong reactions for or against about it. And we argue about pornography. And especially when I started to write about pornography, it was the issue of feminism. It was the issue that um, divided feminism rather severely. Uh, and w what I tried to do was to, and what I hope future scholars can do is to, is to study it a little more neutrally and just see what it is. Because that's the thing that in all the arguments about it often gets uh, elided. Why really did pornography appear right about the beginning of the 20th century? What is your interest in porn, pornography? Well, I don't think you could, I, I think the, the reason that I once gave was a reason that there were these lusty, nasty men who uh, wanted to control the world through their gaze and who then um, wanted to make the bodies of women uh, act out their desires. And I, I don't think that's right anymore. Instead, I think there's a whole force of modernity that began to solicit bodies in all sorts of ways, but especially in the way of soliciting lust. That it was historically new that lust was solicited by a particular genre of visual media to make you aroused and to make you, and men especially at first, but why not women later, and that did follow. How did you start doing porn? Pornography study. Oh, well, when I began, um, I, I thought I knew everything 
that there was to say about pornography. I thought it was uh, all about fetishizing women's bodies in some kind of eternal way that women, uh, that the naked body of a woman would elicit the threat of castration. And it, I was Laura Mulvey all the way when I began. Uh, and I was originally writing, I thought, a book about musicals and what I, what I wanted to call body genres. And I began with pornography because I thought it would be the easy one. I thought I knew everything there was to say. It was a, it was a genre about controlling women for the pleasure of men. And then I discovered that the real mystery of pornography is how do you represent pleasure? in a visual way that will please the bodies of the viewers. That's, to me, still a mystery. Mm -hmm. um, how was the reaction when your, your book that you thought you made up musicals turned out becoming more and more a book about and pornography? What did the, the editors, the, like the university, the, mm -hmm. or maybe students, mm -hmm. how, how were the first reactions when you got picked up more involved right. in studying pornography? Uh, when I realized that I was writing a book about pornography and not a chapter about pornography in another book, um, I, I encountered some difficulty with some colleagues, uh, but I think surprisingly, and perhaps because I was a woman, not a man, uh, people were willing to uh, allow it to, in fact, be interested in it. Uh, so. As I got deeper into the topic, um, I, I had to learn more about it. I had to study more. Uh, and it was just at the moment that pornography had already taken off in a big way, at least in the United States, but I think in the Western world in general. And I wanted to, I wanted to understand that phenomenon as it was becoming more and more important uh, and as, as it was growing. Uh, so many people, went along with me. Uh, there were, were anti-pornography feminists, as they were called at the time, who were um, quite opposed to what I was doing. But it did not hurt my career. Not even in the beginning. But it could have been because I already had tenure when I wrote that book. I, was, I had already written a book on surrealism. So I do advise students today who are working on pornography to maybe not make that their first work, just as a kind of caution. But in a way, I think if it's good work on pornography, it needn't be a problem. The, the problem that I worry about more is that people don't take pornography serious as a field, and so they just dabble in it and make generalizations. That really bothers me. What about the recognition of the academic field? Well, right now, I mean, in the last few years, we are at the stage in which there is an academic journal devoted to pornography. It is unfortunately called Porn Studies. <laughs> I, the, and one of the articles in the first issue of that journal is by me saying why I think it should be called Pornography Studies. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> they didn't take my advice. I don't know. I mean, it is now at least quasi-legitimate. Um, it is in the academy, 
I hope it will be good work. I've gone back to the beginning. I've begun uh, to try to understand some things that are mysterious to me about the early stages of pornography rather than now. But, but scholarship is proceeding very well, and there is now a very good book about uh, the 80s and the period of video pornography. I'm, I'm really pleased to see that some, some quite good historically grounded work is being done. How has porn developed in recent years? Well, in, in a certain sense, I think pornography, for me at least, has become less interesting. With the ubiquity on, uh, on the internet, and the many, many categorizations of pornography where you just click on one kind of particular fetish and then you see 10 different short videos enacting that fetish. Um, to me, that has become very predictable and very, um, I hate to say boring because that's what everybody used to say about pornography. And I don't, I don't think they were always sincere when they said it was boring. But to me now, I would say it's become a little boring. Is there a porn revolution as uh, feminist porn, queer porn, yes. artistic mm -hmm. porn is claiming that there is? Yes, I, I agree to that. I think it's good. I think it's important. But I would remind everybody that that pornography is that one half of 1% of the total. And that it still is feminist, especially lesbian pornography. A lot of it comes out of San Francisco, but it's that much. Whereas what you see on the internet, although there's a great variety, and in variety there is possibility, I would say, always, um, uh, to me it is maybe not, it, it, I'm, I'm not enthused by the the, the existence of feminist pornography. I was enthused back in the, uh, in the 80s and 90s when it first appeared, but it's so tiny, it hasn't taken over anything. Which porn film would you recommend to watch and why? Uh, I think I might have three or four. Uh, the, the first would be early pornography, stag films, an example of stag films like uh, a country stud horse would be an example. Um, for me, it's just interesting. Why did stag films become so pervasive and never go to sound, even after films went to sound, and never uh, go to color, even after films went to color? And why did they end in the abrupt way that they ended, whereas later pornography the end of the sexual act would almost always be uh, male ejaculation uh, outside of the body of the woman so you could see it. Why did, that, why did that convention get established? And then why did later conventions like the money shot get established? But for me, the, the, uh, one of the better pornographies is Radley Metzger, who, went, who worked under the name of uh, Henri Paris, that was his, what he called his nom de porn. Um, uh, and I love two films by him. One is called The Punishment of Anne, and it's a very SM kind of film. And the other is The Opening of Misty Beethoven, which I write about. And you undoubtedly have read. I hope you've seen it.
You'll find more information on porn-studies.com, like video interviews, book recommendations, and a porn guide. In the next episode, we'll hear from Clarissa Smith, University of Sunderland and co-founder of the Porn Studies Journal. She'll tell us, even though most people think they know what porn is when they see it, how difficult it still is to define phenomena. And we talked about why most of porn is so obsessed with authenticity. Let's connect on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Let me know what you think about this project and what you would like to hear about next. This is Patrick Catus. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.